It is January 26th. This is the award-winning Sports 845. Uh, one year ago today, Kobe Bryant passed away. And uh, a lot of stories on Kobe again and everything. It was a, really a devastating day. I mean, you watch the guy grow up. You watch them play. You knew about him in high school. You you watched his father play. I mean, it was, a, it was a terrible thing. And Hank Aaron passed away. We're going to talk about Hank Aaron. To my left, though, the uh, immortal, the uh, Section 9 uh, living legend. You, you currently are still alive. Yes, yes. Um, Dick O'Neill, New York State Hall of Famer. To my right, Tom Giordano and our crack producer, Thomas Giordano. Um Hank Aaron, you know, we'll get to the football games. There's a lot to talk about. Honestly, I follow sports like crazy, and I always look at guys' numbers, Ted Williams and Mantle and Mays and everything like that. I underappreciated Henry Aaron. I never realized how great of a player he was. I did sit down and look at his stats, and the amazing thing is 755 home runs. You take those away, he's still over 3,000 hits. Crazy. You know what? He won them in 1944. And growing up, I grew up in Brooklyn at the time he was starting. And uh, uh, you grew my, up in Brooklyn? Well, I was born and, you know, I would live there for uh, till I was 11. Did or, you really? Yeah, I didn't was, know that. You know, when my dad retired, my dad was a motorcycle cop in Brooklyn. But anyway, uh, so my first venture was to Ebbets Field. My grandfather took me. And uh, my first recollection was Hank, they played the Milwaukee Braves. Well, uh, the uh, the Milwaukee Braves, and uh, he had number 44 on, and I just watched what he was doing because I was a big Carl Ferrillo fan. Some of you old people understand he was a right fielder for the uh, Dodgers, and he won number nine. But anyway, uh, Aaron was also out in right field, and I saw the things he was doing, and I started wearing number 44 on all my uniforms. So was that that's, right? Yeah, that's where, that's where that started. He yeah. was a... You know, the stuff he went through as a player, I was reading an article where I think the year he was chasing Ruth, the U.S. Postal Service, um, showed a stat that Hank Aaron, the president, and the Pope got more mail than anybody. But Aaron's was a lot of nasty mail, a lot of uh, racism, and he had to endure that, and his team had to endure that. They actually played on the road many times where, I don't know if there's uh, – 35 men on the roster, 34 stayed in one hotel and Aaron stayed in another, yeah. which is absurd. Really? And, and, and that wasn't that long ago. No. And all those early uh, black players had to endure that kind of thing. Yeah. And, that, and, and you look back on it and you think how great every single one of them that came up was. How and But later, Aaron was really the one that came up still like a rookie. You know, he did a little bit in the Negro Leagues and that thing. But all the other guys were in their 30s and thing and passed, and they were still good. They were still really, really good. They uh, they deserve better, as, as time is told. Tommy and I were talking the other day, and I, I said, because we're the same age. I'm in a significantly better shape, but we're the same <laughs> age. And my first memory of sports, one of them, was listening to Vince Scully, watching Al Downing deliver a pitch, and Henry Aaron hitting number 715. And what was I? I was uh, seven years seven, old, six, yeah. seven years old. No, seven years old. I think it was 75, yeah. 75. Yeah, seven years old. And that's one of the first memories. Yeah, And you immediately loved the guy. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, Hank Aaron. And he, you know what? Aaron died a very, very wealthy man. Very good investor. Did a lot of good things. And was loved 
by all of his peers. A lot of these guys in the Hall of Fame, these old frigidy guys, people can't stand them. No, Aaron yeah. was uh, yeah. was very well liked. Universally loved. Yeah. 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 yeah, there wasn't a lot of controversy with him outside of no. baseball. And, no. I mean, the little known fact, he hit cross-handed for a good chunk of his career. Yes. Which yeah. is, you, that's unheard of. Like, you won't see anyone yeah. doing that nowadays. No. So to, to put up the numbers that he did, Hitting, you know, he was fantastic. Yeah, he's yeah. a great, great player. They, um, you can talk about a five-tool player. He was kind of the epitome of that. He was a great base runner. Mm-hmm. You know, you know where he got overshadowed, and the papers and the press reported he got overshadowed. But he was in the same deal with Mays. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah, and right, because Mays yeah, was center fielder. Mantle, that was, it was they the, were all occupied. And Ted Williams and Snyder. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, the, three center those, fielders. Those, those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. They were that. They were that kind of players then, and. Uh, Maybe didn't get the, uh, you know, working, the, playing in a small uh, media outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably didn't. And I and, uh, and he said he was resentful of it. Last know? year, the All-Star game was slated to be in Atlanta. With COVID, they canceled the All-Star game, and they were going to honor Hank Aaron. Uh, I'm sure they'll do something again this year mm-hmm. for him. But uh, yeah, yeah, the Hall of Famers, listen, they don't live that long. It's, it's terrible. You know who the oldest living Hall of Famer is right now? It was Lasorda, right? It's Willie Mays, who you could argue is the greatest baseball player of all time. Is Willie it? Mays, yes. Willie Mays is the oldest living Hall of wow. Famer. What's he, mid-80s? 86, 87. Okay, so mid-80s, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, there were, two, and listen, at any point during the show, uh, you know, the Mets could announce a Trevor Bauer signing. It looks like it's getting serious. We'll talk baseball in a little bit. You think it's that close, huh? I don't. I mean, I think what I read. Yeah, okay. I think it's inevitable. I, I think they've just put too much money on the table for him. What kind of contract? I don't know. Only give him what he wants, or are they modifying it? I don't know. All right. Okay. Let's, well, let's get him first. I hope. I don't care what they give him. There were two football games this weekend. Um, let's talk first about Tom Brady. And the word goat has to be replaced by something. Because he's better than the greatest of all time. Evidently. Yeah. What And he didn't have a great game. No. But you don't go by that. No. And it didn't take this game to validate anything. You know, but let's back up. He didn't have a great game, but he did great things during the game. Absolutely. He did great things Absolutely. during the game. You know? Absolutely. And yeah. one of the picks wasn't even his fault. Yeah. But Tom Brady's played 20 seasons, played 20 seasons with New England. Um, he's 43 years old. He was the, basically the 200th pick of the draft, 199. 20 seasons, this is his 10th – 21 seasons, this is his 10th Super Bowl. Yeah. So, basically, it's almost 50% yeah. of his career has yeah. been spent in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He won six. Just to give you something else, um, we all look at Joe Montana as the benchmark for postseason, you know, 5-0 and right. in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Joe Montana is second all-time with 45 touchdown passes in the postseason. Do you know how many Brady has? Montana's second. Well, I think he's probably got twice as many. Brady has 80. Right. Yeah, it's 80-40, right? 80 to 45. 80-45. I think Favre is third with 44. And this is what he did this year. Well, you got to also think about, what's his name, played more games, obviously. He played a longer career, but I think the postseason has no, no, always the been post- the same. No, the postseason. He's been to 10 Super Bowls. Right. Uh, oh, yes, 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 games. yes yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, he. This is what he did this year at 43 years of age. There was no, and I say 43 because it's different when you're 43, or maybe it helped him, I guess you could argue. He had no exhibition games, not that he plays in many anyway. He had a very short preseason, 
like everybody else. His, I didn't know this. His mother and father were dealing with COVID. He missed a lot of practices. Before I saw that year. last night. Yeah. He goes to a new team, a new conference, has to get acquainted with his receivers. They had some injuries, a new head coach for the first time, and he wins the NFC title. And a stubborn head coach, too, yeah. by the way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't. If I gave you Joe Montana, you're not hurting. Right. If I gave you Dan Marino and John Elway and Peyton Manning, you're not hurting. But Tom Brady is the best, the greatest. I mean, come up with the word. And, and I was a hater, and I still got to give him that. The only props. reason I, you know, I, I, it's unbelievable I what he's li- done. I won't live long enough to see somebody do this again. No, you know, and not, I don't. Not in my life. I don't like yeah. him because maybe in your lifetime, your lifetime, but not in my life. I didn't like him because. Uh, you know, I do root for the Jets, and there was no, it was like Jordan. You yeah. weren't winning a title until he, he retired. There, yeah. And, you know, I obviously dated Giselle way before him, and that hurts a little bit. But but Brady has done incredible things, incredible things, and he's the greatest of all time. And I thought the moment he had after the game with his son, I thought that was terrific. Yeah, was awesome. yeah. That was really good. You know, climbing up there and being able to enjoy that situation oh, with yeah. his son. Yeah, yeah he's getting, his son's getting to the point where – Yeah, you know, very few athletes have kids that are that age right. that can appreciate it. And, and the other thing Brady had to do – was he had to go to New Orleans and beat Drew Brees. He had to go to Green Bay and beat Aaron Rodgers. And now he has Patrick Mahomes. And at least he gets him at home. And he gets him at home. But, you know, let's also talk about the other side of the ball. Because Matt LaFleur did not have a good day. I'm going to give you four points in the game that I thought changed this game. And you could disagree, agree, and we could talk about it. It didn't all come down to the field goal, which was, to me, one of the worst coaching coaching decisions I've ever seen. As a matter of fact, the Jets hired LaFleur's brother. They should fire him because the DNA is the same. That's yeah, how bad of a job this was. I don't know why was. you would take a field goal. There. But what was also inexcusable is one second to go before the half. How does Scotty Miller get behind a defensive back for a touchdown? Now, Brady had to throw the ball. It was a perfect pass. Bah, bah, bah. But how does he? how is he allowed to get behind him? Listen, we... I coach DBs, right, for the last five years. We have a simple rule. Don't get beat deep. And especially in the last the two minutes. The whole world knew he, right, where he was throwing. Right. The last two minutes of either half. You just don't when you're when you're behind. No one gets behind you. It's And it's easier said than done. I, I get it. They're professional athletes. How often do we see it, though? Right. You know what's happened to the Packers more than once this year? These guys you know, peeking the back. beat the Jets. And, and, but how often do we see in late-game situations or late-half situations where these guys are wide open deep. How the hell there yeah. are not two people or three people back I don't in that understand. end zone? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. All you have to do is tackle somebody in front of you on right. the field and everything's over with. Right. Yeah, that that was was take take <laughs> the there, 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 was no, there was no other play to be run unless there was a defensive penalty. Right. Uh, the Packers scored 14 points off of uh, – uh, Tampa Bay scored 14 points off of Green Bay's turnovers – Green Bay was only able to put six on the board. It wasn't a clean game, but the the uh, Buccaneers took advantage of every opportunity. That's the other thing. Let's get down to the last few things. First of all, the holding penalty, albeit a late flag, was clearly a holding penalty. People aren't yeah, arguing no whether or not it was a hold. They're arguing whether or not the penalty should have been thrown that late. But I think all the officials were looking around to see who's going to throw it. I think people are arguing, too, because a little earlier in the they game, let him play. It, there was a similar play. Similar. But it, but it wasn't he, – he had a slight tug on the, in the inside of the first five yards of the route on a shoulder. Yeah. Where this one – was coming out you know, of the break 15 yards down the field. He held and him. he held the jersey with both hands. 
Not even with 40 yards. Yeah. Right. He yards. swapped hands. Yeah. He looked, it looked like they were doing their training right. session right. for right. speed out on the field, and he was pulling right. back. And when you saw once that camera angle changed from the first one they were showing you to the more of a you know a left tackle perspective, yeah. it was clear as day. He almost had a two It was the right. It was the right. Yeah, but exactly. the thing of it is, give them credit. I thought that was a well-officiated game. They let them they play. Let them play. There you wasn't a penalty until halfway through right. the third quarter. Come if it's on, a like, penalty in the first quarter, it's a penalty with the game on the line. It's a penalty, 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 and they made the right, right. call. The field goal, and I have a bone to pick with LaFleur. I have a bone to pick with Rodgers. First of all, the communication between a head coach and an all-time great quarterback. And what I didn't say earlier, and I mean it, this loss should not take anything away from the Aaron Rodgers' no, greatness. No. But the communication was uh, piss poor at best. I mean, Rodgers has to know it's four-down territory or it isn't. And it's, right. And the other thing is, on third down, Rodgers has to run the ball in there. He, he has to at least go for it. He has yeah. to get him. You know, at fourth right. and two, yeah. it's a big difference. Right. If that guy's oh, yeah. not wide open oh, yeah. and both receivers were double covered yeah. at that point, right? You look you at the tuck video. It and you run and you, and and you get what so you get. He's so great at faking the ball. The play before, he faked the guy up in yeah. there and right. he lost it. Right. Right. He could fake the ball at the five yard right. line. Right. Guys are going to leave their feet. Right. Exactly. With that said, does anybody at this table feel that that was the right move, kicking a field goal there? To me, it's one of the, the coach. No, listen, yeah. the coach to me. And he could go on and have an incredible career and be a great coach. He choked. The game got it, it got away from him. He panicked. He wanted to put points on the board. My opinion, it was one of the most horrific game decisions by a coach I've ever right, seen. Right, because you still needed two scores at that point. Right. Well, you needed eight. You needed a touchdown and yeah, a, a yeah, conversion. Yeah. With the with the, at that field goal, mm-hmm. yeah. put you at eight. Mm-mm. Field goal put no, him at no, was, no, no. It was eight. It was eight before the, the field goal. Field goal put him at five. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. The five doesn't it help didn't make any sense. No. You still needed two, two, five seconds you needed two scores that. there if you take that field and, goal. And you're telling the right. greatest yeah. of all time. All he's got to do is go get a field goal. Get a first down and the game's over. Right. Now, with that said, they kicked the field goal. Here's where I thought it was compounded and I haven't heard it brought up. Don't you have to kick an onside kick there? The, I, I would think if you kick the field goal, you have to onside kick. Right, your intention well, would be to. if you listen to his press conference, he said – we had four timeouts, yes. including the two-minute Yeah, because yes. the two-minute warning, they were at two minutes. Yeah, because the two-minute warning, they were just intercepted three passes, had played very really well. Yeah, but you knew the I thought we'd get the ball. the ball back, and I thought he could take us down the field. But So I could, you can shake your head, but still, I would have. I mean, he had a clear, concise plan yeah, in his head. Yeah. But in that moment, yeah. it's just. His clear, yeah. concise plan, everything had to work out yeah. absolutely perfect. perfect. Right. Let's say he goes for it on fourth down and doesn't get it. You're still, the third, the you're still putting Tampa on the five-yard line or the eight-yard right, line. Wherever they are. And Brady's not throwing the ball. He's coming off three interceptions. And, and if they don't get a first outs. down, you have four timeouts, you get the ball back, you need to touch down the two points, and you're right. still, still tied. That being said, I think he's a pretty damn good coach. Look what he's Excellent. done the he's, last he's two done years. A nice he's job. done NCAA. He's taken them to the, next, to the finals two years in a row now. Uh, his record is very good. They're fun to watch, and I don't think they're loaded with all that kind of talent. I think they got Rodgers, who's as good as anybody who's played the game. He's got a good wide receiver, and I yeah. think he's a pretty good coach. A I, lot of I don't them, agree with what he did. A lot know? of guys yeah. in those situations yeah. overthink the, 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 the point totals and the two-point conversion yeah. and when they should go for it. I, I think a lot of guys really just don't have a great grasp. And, you know, as being a coach, it's something that I – that I personally pride myself in is understanding I, you don't always follow the chart, even though the chart sometimes says yeah. you should go for two here or you yeah. shouldn't go for I've two been, there. 
there, you know, you have to have a feel, and that becomes that becomes a touch, you know, like that almost like in basketball too. When should I call a timeout? When should I, you know, do I stop the clock here? Do I take the points here? I just thought it was. I thought it was awful. Yeah. Um, the Buccaneers win. It, it, listen, it's not saying if he goes for it, the, uh, the the Packers win the game. I was. I, for the first time, I was rooting for Tom Brady. I'm glad he won. And Aaron Rodgers kind of acted very – I thought Aaron Rodgers – and that's the knock on him. You know, they say Brady doesn't shake hands. Yeah. Rodgers threw his coach under the bus. Yeah. Rodgers acted like a little baby. Yeah. And and I'll tell you the other thing. You're one of the greats of all time. When they tell you to come off the field, you would have looked better by telling the coach, there's no way I'm coming yeah, off the right. field. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to win this game well, and, you, and yeah. push them back and say to the coach, stay there. I got it. Let right. me take the hit. And then the camera had to follow him down the sideline where he berated the official. What the hell was with that about? Right. You know, that was. Yeah, uh, yeah. He did. Yeah, he know? just jogged off with, yeah. without, uh, without a fight. Yeah. yeah. Without a fight. Now, the second game. Patrick Mahomes is going to his second straight Super Bowl. Mahomes was in kindergarten when Brady played in his first Super Bowl. Right. Uh,. Brady, uh, Brady, Mahomes was not 100%. No. And the Bills got off to a good start. They got off to a 9-0 lead. And then they settled for field goals the rest of the game. And very conservative when they were losing. Yeah. I mean, even before the half, you can question McDermott. 21-9, he'd rather be 21-12. 21-9 to start the third quarter is the same as 21-12. It's still two possessions. Right. Go for the touchdown there. And against that team, and they, you could see they were – Starting to click on all cylinders, you you couldn't afford to fall that far behind them. So I mean, at that point, you might well, as well even the first possession. He goes, he's got fourth and one or two at midfield and goes for it. Now he's down inside the where, 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 inside the, the twenty. And, and no, it wasn't even. It was closer than that. Yeah, yeah he field goal. And he, and he takes the field goal. And I said to Diane, I said, field goals are not going to be Kansas no. City. And Josh, Al- Josh Allen is going to yeah. be. Excellent. Allen had an MVP type year. The moment was a little big for him right there. But you know what? It's a learning experience. The Bills are young. The Bills could be back. There's no guarantee you're ever coming back. But the Bills, listen, in the AFC East, and I think there's going to be some quarterbacks changing positions and everything, the Bills should still be there. We have Kevin Gallagher on the line. Gallagher is the head coach of the uh, Menacing Valley football team. He's a very good coach in football. He's an excellent wrestling coach. Kevin Gallagher – Kevin, what are your thoughts on the NFL games that took place last week? And if you were sitting there and Minnesink was in that position against the mighty Goshen Gladiators with uh, Matt Giordano at quarterback and Kudus as a wide receiver, would you have ever kicked the field goal there? Uh, no, I would have definitely went for it. Um, you know, uh, but he must have had some reason that, uh, that really doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but i got to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know about that one. All right. Now, so you, you, who do you like in the Super Bowl? Oh, boy, I tell you, I go back and forth. I, I, you know, I used to not like Tom Brady at all because I was a giant, I'm a giant fan, and, you know, and, and then he was just, you know, sometimes he was winning too much, to be honest. The Patriots were winning too much. And then he got bashed and said he was over the hill, so I started rooting for him. Um, and then he's, he's playing great. They have a great, you know, uh, total team. Uh, you know, they run the ball. They, they got a very good defense. Um, but, you know, the Chiefs are good. To be honest, I, you know, I'm going to have to go with uh, Tampa Bay to win it. 
Okay. Now, I, and I, I don't, a lot of these guys don't disagree with you, and I agree with you 100% on exactly what you said about Tom Brady. He's no longer, you know, he's over 40, and he's certainly not the villain anymore. He's, right. he's, yeah. and he's actually, that thing with his son, he's no longer robotic, he's humanized, he's, he, he his interviews are more candid, um, and I think he's great. I, 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 I can't root against him. Uh, I, I happen to like Kansas. I happen to like Kansas City in the game. Let me ask you a question while I have you here. I mentioned you're a wonderful coach here in, in multi sports. Um, you know, we sit here January 26th. What do you hear, if anything, and what can you share, if anything? Because we are not going to get into a COVID discussion on uh, what I think is a lot of silly rules that have taken place and everything like that. Kevin, what do you hear about high school sports? Oh. Yeah, um, well, we know that the uh, Governor Cuomo said that all high-risk sports uh, can go ahead uh, as far as he's concerned. Um, and it's going to be up to the local schools and local health departments. Um, so hold on, let me stop ahead. you for a second. You could have one school like Minnesink that says we're playing, and you could have Goshen and Chester that say we're not, and Cornwall is. Is that correct? That is the way I understand it as of right now. It's, um, the, it's first got to be approved by um, Dr. Gelman, our, uh, our health uh, department. And then from that point, then it becomes uh, an individual. Uh, could be could be actually uh, go by the counties. Obviously, in Section 9, it's four counties, parts of four counties. Um, so... It even could be uh, the way I understand it now. It could even be, uh, you know, Duchess is, is playing, but Orange County is not. Uh, it could be Minnesota playing and Goshen's not. So I think it's, it, so again, this is the way I understand it. There's, there's meetings going on constantly, so it's kind of um, evolving as, as we speak. Um, but that's the way I understand it as of right now. Gotcha. Uh, now, you obviously haven't been able to practice or anything like that. So the kids are, I guess, just doing weight training on their own? Right. Well, uh, we, we could not use the school um, until we were actually, for wrestling-wise, um, we were able to, um, you know, as silly as it sounds, but I get it, it's the rules. Um, you know, we could, um, we could condition, weight lift, and um, go in the wrestling room and shadow drill, but you can't touch each other uh, as of right now. I would have been and a great then, wrestler uh, if you couldn't touch me. <laughs> and then football-wise, uh, you know, we were doing the off-season stuff, and then it got cold, and, and you know, the, now the gym space was a little bit shaky. So but we were going to start on Monday again, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, football-wise. Um, and then now this came up, so... We're, uh, we're still waiting to see on uh, gym space uh, and moving forward uh, as far as, again, uh, there's a lot of restrictions with the football. you got to stay certain, you know, distance apart. you got to wear a mask. If you're mm-hmm. inside, there's a lot of a lot more restrictions that we have to follow, obviously, because um, we can't get outside yet most of the time. Gotcha. Well, listen, obviously, we love talking about the local sports. The kids can't wait to play. I think it's a big detriment if it doesn't happen. Um, they've missed too much. I understand the, and we're not going to get into the virus and all that, but obviously we are all pro sports. Let them play has done a good job in trying to convince. Uh, 
and everything like that. So, Kevin, uh, if, if anything breaks, if you hear of anything, call us and let us know. And, uh, again, you like the uh, you like Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, and uh, we'll have you on maybe the week of the Super Bowl. We're obviously leaving for Radio Row on Wednesday. Okay. All right. Kevin. All right, well, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, you know, uh, thanks for having me on. And uh, if I hear anything, I'll definitely let you know. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin Gallagher, head coach, Minnesing Valley, one of the uh, best wrestling programs in the state and a terrific football program. Kevin does a great job there, and the, the kids absolutely love him. Great kids over there. But, you know, that's it. No one really – the, the whole thing, and I don't want to get into it, has really been every, – every statement has been filled with questions. Yeah. And every question is answered with another question. Right. And, it, and the, it's a constant of kicking the can. No one wants to be the right. guy that makes the exactly. choice. That's no it. One, no well, one wants this on their head if something goes south. Well, here's the south. thing. Nothing's going to happen until that Mrs. Gentleman makes a dish. The, 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 uh, Who is that? She's the Department of the Health. The head of the Department of Health in Orange County. It's going to be her decision. Right. She's got to decide yeah. if yeah. she feels it's safe in Orange County right. to for these high-risk right. sports to even start practicing. And there's there's a lot of confusion still. Like yeah. when I read it, I I get a totally different yeah. take. And the guy than, is, than, than Kevin and some of these guys get on what the rules are. And so. the guy in Sullivan has to make that decision. Gotcha. And, and, and he said for and, uh, I believe Westchester. Ulster. I I believe the I'm Westchester guy. Yeah, I think um, the yeah. Westchester guy today, the Westchester guy, uh, Department of Health right. head, said they can proceed. Yeah. But that's that. Now they got to kind of. Figure out what the rules actually say and what they're allowed to do and not. Well, see, so they've already been playing things in Westchester. Yeah. Right? So, so they they kind of got a handle on it. Yes. They don't. We don't have a handle on it here. We, they just yeah. don't have a handle on it here. Yet. Let, okay. So that, it is what it is. Hopefully, yeah. it goes through. Don, really? um, you know, we um, back to the game to finish up the NFL. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill were left basically unguarded. They were, uh, you know, it was like COVID protocol. They had to be six feet away from them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wide it, open all night. Yeah. You know. Um, there was a, there was a, the Chiefs were able to put a tremendous amount of pressure on Josh Allen. Allen didn't have a bad game on his own. Allen was pressured. Well, yeah, they took away Diggs. They double teamed Diggs. That was the end of it. Yeah, they, they, he's going to have to right. draft another wide receiver this right. year. Right, and I and I think with Brady is not afraid yeah. to throw to his fifth wide receiver. Right. He, he he's proven that. that his yeah. entire career. So I think you know that's what, a that's a technique that may not work against them. You know what it is, and you can see the difference, rookie veteran. As great as Josh Allen is, an NFL quarterback, he looks off one, two, three guys, and and finds what he wants. Yeah. Brady's looking off six guys. He's right. got like he's dropping back with seven options in his head. We have a call. Let's take the call. This is Sports Eight Four Five. Who do we have? Hey, what's up, Darren? Hey, Steve. How you doing, pal? What's going on? Not too much. Not too much. Just uh, wanted to shout you out and uh, talk a little sports. What do you got? What do you want to talk about? Well. I, I want to start with the bad stuff, like our time heels. What's going on? Oh, Dick and I, Dick has, uh, you'll be proud to know that the legendary uh, Section 9 basketball coach, Dick O'Neill, has finally kind of agreed with me in some way. And and by the way, the Tar Heels are 10 and 5. They won three of their last four. But Dick has somewhat agreed with me that Roy Williams may, may have to consider retirement at some point. I don't agree with that. Well, listen, you love uh, people love Roy Williams. I think he's I'm not taking him anything away from him as a human being. He's a terrific coach. I would want my kid to play for him, but so happens the team I root for. I think the Tar Heels could do better now. That's the bad. What's the good? Oh, um, how about those Brooklyn Nets? 
you know, I said it, and I think these guys agree. I think the Nets put all their chips into the middle of the table. If they win an NBA title over the, this year or next year, it's a phenomenal trade. If they don't win, if they lose Game Seven at the buzzer, it's one of the, and don't win an NBA title. It's one of the worst trades. It's going to go down as one of the worst trades the Nets have ever they, made. They, like, yeah, but they, they, they got more than this year. I think they. I think if they do it in three years, well, keep in mind both. Uh, Durant and Irving can opt out after this I year. Know, only, they only got two. Yeah, but I think if they're doing well, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna stay. You know? Well, listen, again, it, there there's zero debate. They're incredibly exciting. Um, you could, Steve, if you woke up tomorrow and saw Kyrie Irving announced his retirement or doesn't feel like playing and wants to pick up professional golf tomorrow, you wouldn't be surprised. This guy's nuts. Yeah, what what are you going to do when they get into the playoffs and somebody's got to play defense? Well, they don't have a defender on the team. They got rid of Allen. They got rid of Allen uh, uh, and and Levert. Uh, uh, they they just don't play any defense. They scored 135 points the other night and lost. I know, right? I, I actually believe they don't need Kyrie, and I would be surprised if they'd be looking to trade him and get rid of him. Uh, I don't know if listen because of what Kyrie's done and. Uh, I tweeted the other night, Kyrie Irving may be nuts, but he's one of the greatest talents I've ever seen. But I don't know how many teams are lining up to get Kyrie Irving and the stuff that goes along with him. I'm going to make a prediction and say that I wouldn't be surprised to see some sort of trade from Westbrook over there. Oh, God, no. What Westbrook and Harden, they didn't like it at the beginning. Why would they bring him back? Yeah, I think they didn't like that I think it's a different system. Westbrook's not going for that trade. No. no, Westbrook's not coming to Brooklyn. No way. I can't see it. I can't see it. No. That would be a win. Listen, that would be a, uh, a that would be one of the worst trades the Nets would ever make. Yeah. Wait, wait, Steve, you're you're trying to rebuild the the, the Houston Rockets? Or I mean, I'm sorry, the Golden. State. You're trying to see. That's what you're trying to do. Yeah, I'll tell you who the Nets could use. <laughs> and Steve. they couldn't win then. I'll tell you who the net. You talk about the Thunder. You talk about the Thunder, and then I'll let you go. The guy the Nets could use could be a Stephen Adams, who they can't get because of money. But go out there and get Tyson Chandler tomorrow, and that'll improve the team a lot because then you'd have a rim protector. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chandler's not playing for anybody. He'd be a home run for Brooklyn. Yeah, Family good? Everything good? Yeah, everybody's doing well. Everybody's safe. Everybody's healthy. So. All right, if you're out on the roads, be safe, drive safe. Steve, thank you for the call. 845-313-0561. We've had a few calls, and we'll be right back. We're gonna we're staying with the NFL for right now, and there's been reports out there. Um, Deshaun Watson wants out. Not only does he want out of Houston, he wants out. Every time I say the word Houston, by the way, I yeah. think of Larry King, who also passed away. <laughs> yes. Houston, hello, you're on. I owe, if it's Houston, hello. Yeah. But Larry King passed away. Yeah. He had seven wives. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, um, I can't manage one. Larry, yeah. Larry won twice. <laughs> yes. Yes. And divorced her twice, too. <laughs> so she got half and half. She got it all. Um, but staying, Deshaun Watson not only wants out of Houston, he wants the Jets, yeah. is what you're reading. Yeah. And if I'm the Jets, let me just give you this. You know, they say moving draft assets is a big no-no because that's how you rebuild and the jets are really rebuilding would you trade and let me give you these three jet draft picks because you're only drafting one quarterback right and if you can get the sean watson i went through the league the other night you look at age 
I can make an argument that Deshaun Watson is the second best quarterback in the NFL. Behind Mahomes. Behind Mahomes. Wow, that's yeah, look at the very good. Tell me it, tell me who's better than him. I, I get it, because Aaron Rodgers is 37. Right. Tell me who's better than him. Deshaun Watson is the second best quarterback in the NFL right now. So let me give you these names. Leonard Williams, Jalen Ramsey, and Darren Lee. Last three first-round picks for the Jets. Jets, Would you trade those three guys for the second-best quarterback in the NFL? Tomorrow, yes. You have to make the move. That's it. I don't care if it's two, if it's two, and it's 23, and it's two, and and 23, and next year's one. You make the move. You get the quarterback. The bigger debate, which is silly to even debate because it's not theirs, Jacksonville, if Watson wanted Jacksonville, would you trade Lawrence for Watson? That I might not do because you keep your draft capital. But if you're the New York Jets right now, and you guys could debate and argue against me and I'll listen, you you move mountains to get Deshaun Watson, and that's it. Well, let me just answer that, and I'm for that. I'm a Jet fan. I'm obviously a Jet fan, and I would take him in a heartbeat. But I also know that he had two of the best wide receivers when he was with the Texans, and they didn't win a damn thing. No, but he was – He had stills. uh, He had a very good – who was the tight end? They had a hell of a tight end. Well, they had Cameron Braid, I think, and Hunter Henry maybe. No, uh, I don't know who they had. They had a very good tight end. They did. Robert Griffin. But I'll tell you this. He was young, and they did get to the playoffs, and he was young. I mean, Deshaun Watson, look around the league. He's the second most valuable quarterback in the NFL right now when you take age into consideration. You go and get him. Does he make the Jets immediately better? And he does. And my, he does. my concern with him is, does he want the Jets or does he want New York City? I don't care what he wants. You see, but if he, he's, he's proven he can he, play. He's a, he's a player, but if his intent, like at this point now, and he's been on a franchise where he really hasn't gotten much love – and he feels disenfranchised, and he feels like he's not getting his value. And this is his opportunity to get to make to. This is his his opportunity to hit a home yeah. run, right? To, to get to get the money for the rest of his life. Yeah. Well, he already family. has the money. Yeah, right. This he's is not getting any more money. He's under contract. Right, he's under contract, but you don't want to be unhappy there. And and right, he can get him. Madison Avenue. Right, but the so, thing of it is, think about this though. If you gave him the chance to go to the Rams or the Jets, where do you think he'd want to go? He's telling you he wants no, New York. No, I, I understand, but Tommy's saying because of New York City. I think he Los, wants New York Los Angeles he wants... a brand new thing and on a hell of a team. That's a Super right. Bowl I'm team. just, listen. With a coach who that's a, is a proven commodity. They go to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Well, if you're saying that, then you go and take him. Forget yeah. what you think. Yeah. It's what he thinks. He could be one of these guys that, for the first time, you're rooting for a guy to be a pain in the ass and get his way to New York. Yeah. yeah if yeah. I gave you the choice of Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, you're taking Mahomes. Yeah. Okay. Are you taking Lamar Jackson over Deshaun Watson? Not me. No. No. Give me the. Are you taking Russell Wilson? Maybe. Maybe. No, I'm not doing because that he's either. 33. You may not yeah, 32. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the other guys, Brady. Um, Rodgers, you hope he has that career. But Brady's 43 and Rodgers is 37. You're taking – give me the guy. Yeah. It's, You're taking Deshaun Watson. I mean, Stafford's on the market. He's not – No. He's, he's very he's, good. No, no. Listen, he's, he's Matt Ryan's very good. You're taking Matt Watson. Matt Ryan might be the only guy I would consider – No, 34 years old. Yeah, you could – if Deshaun I didn't have Watson, to give up too much. Deshaun Watson is young enough that you can build around him. Exactly. He doesn't have to win and next you can, year. And you can yeah. recover one of your yeah. draft picks that you're giving away with a Darnold trade. Yeah. But you 
you move mountains right now and you got yourself something the Jets have been searching for since they passed on Dan Marino. What, what would you give for? Since they passed on, on Dan Marino. What would you give? I would. You know what? This sounds silly. Anything. Anything they want. I'd give them this year's two number one picks. A Herschel Walker deal you'd give? I don't know. I think that's what they're looking for. Uh, I don't know if they're... That's what Houston's talking. Behind the scenes, I think they'll settle for less. I don't think anyone's doing that deal. No, no No one's not. I don't even think people are asking for it. That was such a disaster. But that's what I do. I go... You look around this league. You win with quarterbacks. I I would definitely do the Eli Manning type deal. You move them. Which is a lot. That's... I mean... That sets that sets San Diego up for the next, you know, to be a okay. contender for the so, next fifteen right. years. So how would you like to sit here and say the Jets are set up at quarterback for the next fifteen years, twelve years? You do it. There's no consideration. You do it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you offer very as little as you can. They're going to ask for as much as they can. You meet somewhere in the middle, but you do it. You don't yeah. let the Rams it's get them. It's going to have to be draft picks because we don't have a player. They of want. course it's draft picks unless Don, unless Donnell is included. No, in the deal. they want draft picks. Because they'll go out and draft Zach Wilson and start over. You right. want right. you're gonna they're gonna take a quarterback. Exactly. And, and they'll you sign with the number with the Jets number two pick. Yes. They'll take a quarterback. Yeah. Two or, yeah, yeah, or they'll wait till yeah, twenty three and take a Mac Wilson yeah. or yeah. 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 And I and then you can you can uh build off of that with Yeah, but I don't even give a damn. They about can the they Texans. can they can pick up a free yeah. agent quarterback yeah. you got or someone that's looking like like a Matt Ryan mm-hmm. or a um, yeah, it looks Stafford like yeah. to, to to bridge the gap to this to this next. Well, then, then they're going to have to do a revamp because Watts going to want out of there too. He, he already does. Yeah, it, but Watts know. isn't playing well. You Deshaun Watson is who you want, and that's what you get. I'm Let's, not saying that that whole team team is going to deteriorate. Yes. off off of that. Right, deal. you get a lot of picks. Yeah. You could sign. You could sign well, the established quarterback de- to bridge the gap. Yeah, it might not deteriorate as much as you can. You're getting a tremendous amount of assets. Keep in mind, Houston. Here's their problem. They have no first-round pick, and they're over the cap. So the Watson tra- – and they have a quarterback that wants out. Right. If you can get rid of Watson, and then if J.J. Watt gives you an ultimatum because you got rid of Watson, you clear a ton of cap space for the following year probably. Yeah. And you get draft picks. Yeah. It's going to set them up. Yeah. It's a good trade for both teams, considering the one the trade is about a guy who doesn't want to be there. Right. It's not a good trade if he wanted to be there. Right. right. And that's it. Now, it looks like Matt – doesn't look like it. Stafford asked the Lions for a trade. The Lions said, okay, they're exploring yeah. trades. I think Matt Stafford's your starting quarterback for the uh, Indianapolis Colts next year. It's a, it's a good fit because mm-hmm. they're, they're built to win right He's gonna now. He's going to go to a win-now team. Right. Yeah. And with Philip Rivers stepping down, Stafford's very similar How to Philip Rivers. Is 33. Play, is it? Well, right. then he's got a few more years. He sure. could go to the Rams and, Good. and, and be – I don't think they've. I, yeah, I don't know if they. I don't know if there's two quarterbacks out there. I'm going to give you two. I don't know if they've given up on them yet. I don't know if Jared Goff is someone you give up on right away. Goff is 24, 25 years old. And I don't know. If, up a little bit. Yeah, and I don't know if you give up on. Uh, who was I just going to say? I had two quarterbacks. Uh, the Eagles. No, I, no, no, no. But if you look at it, I think there's going to be a lot of guys, a lot of quarterback carousel going on. The Bills are set. The Saints, do they go with Taysom Hill? Because I think Breeze is obviously done there. The Eagles have a mess. The Saints maybe look to upgrade. Maybe Stafford or Ryan go there. Um, I don't know if they love if they're in love with Hill. But you look around this league, and there's very few teams that are set for the future with their quarterback. No, I mean even like you, you look at the Giants. There's talk. Me personally, I, I think Jones has 
would I trade Daniel Jones and rather have Deshaun Watson? Sure. Of uh, course. Listen, but they're in a situation where the last few drafts, they have a decent pick this year. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones seems to be on the upside. Mm-hmm. Judge is doing a nice job bringing him along. Mm-hmm. I, I think Daniel Jones is very similar to an Eli Manning situation. I don't know if he can reach that level. You know, very difficult to win two Super Bowls in New York. But if Daniel Jones continues to improve, I think the Giants are okay. Washington, without a doubt, needs a quarterback. Alex Smith is probably done. Mm-hmm. H- Haskins is gone. So mm-hmm. they're in the market for another quarterback. And they could be in a win-now situation because of their defense. And a couple of, you know, another wide receiver. And they could be very good, Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that could be a they situation where Matt got Ryan. Great, got really good running. It could be a run. Yeah, there's some good. Gibson and that, that, there's some good, good. There's good situations good. out there. 845-313-0561. When we get back, I want to talk a little baseball. There's been some hot stove, and we'll do some basketball. Dick, before the uh, Major League Baseball off, when the Major League Baseball offseason started and we had Golden in here and Tommy and I have talked about it, we're Met fans as you are. I gave you my wish list before the – it was uh, Francisco Lindor, Trevor Bauer, and Nolan Arenado. That was my wish list. Yeah, uh-huh. Merry um, Christmas. Yeah, but you know what? We might have done better because we lost out on Springer, but now there's a report out there that the Mets and Bauer are making significant progress. That's what it's saying. Now, if I told you in this offseason the Mets would get Francisco Lindor, Carlos Carrasco, Trevor Bauer, Jackie Bradley Jr., or they would get Springer and Lindor, which would you sign for you know what? I, Pitching I, wins. I'd always want a pitcher. Yeah. I'd always want a pitcher. And you get so, two good ones. Yeah. The other no, one. no, he's talking about that. I always want a pitcher, and we get that in Bauer. But I also think we got to be tough up the middle. So Jackie Bradley Jr. Listen, there's also rumors out there the Mets are still involved with the Chris Bryant deal. And Bauer wouldn't change yeah, but, that. But then not, he's not a center fielder. No. I mean, he's not a no. center fielder. But Jackie Bradley Jr. is a gold yeah, glove. I hit as good as Jackie Bradley Jr. Well, you know, it's. it's you, you can't. Listen. Yeah. Look what opposing teams would have to face coming into City Field or, oh, no, or in no a home question. stage. DeGrom, mm-hmm. Monday. Bauer, Tuesday. Carrasco, um, Wednesday. Uh, Stroman, Syndergaard, Peterson. I mean, Mats. Mats, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about, I could argue it's the best pitching staff in baseball. No question. I agree with that. I now, with that. it's funny because the Mets and the Yankees always have off seasons and they're They've been polar opposites. Absolutely. Look at the Yankees. This The Yankees are doing what the Mets usually do. They're trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Let me give you the Yankee pitching staff. Where all, their, all the home runs and all the hits they get, this is what they're going to be sending out. Garrett Cole, you could argue, is one of the top three pitchers yeah. in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. But then they go to guys that are filled with potential and lightning in a bottle. Luis Severino didn't pitch at all last year, year and a half. Right. Upside is tremendous, but... Yeah. yeah, we'll have to see. Corey Kluber, another guy. Old, hasn't pitched at all. Pitched an inning last right. in the last two years. Um, Jordan Montgomery was injured. Yep. Uh, German um, was at a baseball for other issues. Yeah. Here's the guy I love. Garcia. Debbie Garcia, young, another upside. Mm. Yes, thank you. I think the Jamison Talon trade is a very good trade. I think that guy... You're, you're looking for more than lightning in a bottle because that guy is young and has Garrett Cole-type stuff right. when he's on. And, he'll he's already had, yeah, and, and he came out of the blue. I didn't even think that, you know, right. they were – anybody was really talking about him at all. Right. You know? you know, but I think, 
you know, and now my guy, for some reason, I say my guy only because I've talked to him, Eddie Rosario starting to get some play. The Giants are interested in him. The Yankees might bring back Gardner. Big deal. They bring him back. Gardner's fine. But Tanaka, it looks like they're not going to have – looks like Tanaka's going saw, to Japan. Yeah, it looks like – yeah. I, yeah. I saw today it looks like Tanaka's pretty much resigned to going back. That, that's strange because as many teams need pitching. And he's, he probably wants to. He's still probably – and he's a decent commodity still for my, I think for it, my money. Listen, my there's money. no debate. It's Tanaka's yeah. choice. Yeah. Any team will oh, sign Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You think he's going to Japan because he wants to. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you look at him, it looks like he's from there. <laughs> But I, I think that's where he's. Uh, I think that I think he just wants to be there. But any team okay. would. I mean, the Mets would jump on him. The Yankees would resign. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think he wants to be here anymore. He wants to go home, which is I fine. Mean, the rumor is the Trevor Bauer offer. Uh, There's two rumors. One, yeah, compares to to Cole's offer. So less years. years. Yeah, or or, or was it nine years? Cole's it's nine years. Slightly, slightly less. But in that thirty-four million a year, it's not going to quite be the three hundred twenty-four million. But um, yeah, there's they're something that's it's up there. Makes him probably one of the yeah. top three pay, uh, paid players in baseball. Yeah, that's but the Mets if, are offering if, if the Mets can get Bauer and you go into a series and you got to face Bauer and Degrom with the lineup they have, yeah. and it's a good lineup. Don't forget, if Conforto was a free agent this year, he'd be more sought after or just as sought after as Springer. Maybe. Well, no, I agree. I agree with. And that. they got to resign him. Yeah. I told you last week that trade that Brody made of uh, Kellenic for our. Diaz and Cano probably cost the Mets Springer. Maybe, yeah. Because they still have to pay Cano for two more years, yeah. and they got to resign Conforto, and they got to resign Syndergaard. I mean, with the with the guys that they're bringing in now, and the amount of money that they're looking to spend, I think they're they're looking at this team and going, if we go over the cap, we'll pay the luxury tax. Yes, because we're young. We're exciting, and we're going to make a lot well, of money, he, and we're going to make a lot of noise. If he gives Bauer that kind of money, he's going to, he's go, going to go over this. He's yeah. going to go over this. Yeah. Well, like they that. could still move a guy like Max. They could still move a guy like Batances. They could, you know, Strowman's on a one-year deal. So he's looking at it as not this year, it's the following years, and you got to re-sign Lindor. Well, that's what I'm saying. Lindor is going to be $300 million. Right. You're going to have Lindor. You're going to have – got to hope for some kind of dista- well, discount got, from Conforto. you got, got Syndergaard, Lindor, and, and Conforto. And, and Conforto. Yeah. They're, they're going to be three so big here, numbers. Here's what the and Mets – And then Pete, Smith is, uh, Pete Alonso is not going to be far behind. No. Well, he's got five more yeah, he's years. Got, he's got a few more but years. But I'll tell you this. Here's what the Mets did that was smart. And Riamuto, by the way, signed with the Phillies. Oh, he's back. I had a feeling that was going The Mets looked at Riamuto and said, you know what? It's a shiny, it's a very nice shiny object to have. It's a hundred and he signed for five years, 115 million. And the Mets said, you know what? Let's go with the second best option, four years, 40, and and sacrifice a little offense and go get Lindor. And I think that was a shrewd move by the 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 Mets. And it looks like they might do the same thing, and there's a bigger discrepancy with Bradley, who I know does, but he hit well last year. Okay. But Bradley and Springer. Springer's 31 years old. I'm not going to debate his stats and his yeah. postseason heroics. The yeah. guy is, I'd rather have Springer. Yeah. But six years, 150? 30, you're going to be paying no, this guy no, 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 no. at 37 I, I years old? I see why they didn't get him. I understand why they didn't get him. Listen, I, I think if you, if, yeah. if you... If it came if down get to Bauer, Bauer or Springer, well, hell, I'm taking Bauer. And if you, get, if you get Bauer, you may very well, they may be looking at it and just saying, we're good with what we have with Nimmo. Yeah. And Conforto. Conforto can play a little center field if he has to. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Bauer and Bradley. I think what hurts the Mets is they're not going to go looks like they're not going to have a DH. You know, they're not yeah, well, they haven't said that, that does yet, because yeah. it, their defense, that's why it's very important to get Bradley. Yeah, because be of Dom Smith yeah. being in the outfield. Yeah. Your your outfield Nimmo would could be the guy 
on the outside looking in. Yeah. Because yeah, your yeah. outfield could be Conforto, Bradley, Smith. Smith that proved he has to be in the lineup. Yeah. Nimmo's a good offensive player. Right. Smith's better. Yeah. Um, the Hall of Fame voting is tonight. Uh, we got a few more minutes. Yeah. Five minutes, we'll know. Who Dick, let me give you guys. Someone asked me the other day, a guy, Darren, who do you think is in the Hall of Fame that doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame? And I'll tell you, Tommy and I had this discussion. You can chime in. First of all, who do you think's going in tonight? Anybody? Schilling? I, I think Schilling just misses again because okay. of the in the political environment. And he's been very vocal this yeah. year on Twitter uh, as a proponent of you know the Make America Great Again movement yeah. and with that oh, cancel culture. I, see, I don't follow him. Yeah, so, so I don't know that. He, he's very vocal with it. He's it's it's not so much that you he, know he's not the most liked guy. Right. Yeah. I believe the only guy that should go in this year and he's not gonna go in. I've argued this to the moon to the cows come home. Jeff Kent's a Hall of Famer. I agree. Jeff Kent should be in the Hall of Fame. Jeff Kent, you don't have to think. If Ryan right. Sandberg's I, I, in the Hall of Fame, I, Jeff Kent I, I, should be I think so. Kent's numbers are yeah. better than Sandberg's. Yeah. They're better than Morgan's. They're better than Alomar's. Right. I, I didn't think so at first. I they didn't are. think so at first because I thought he was a compiler. But no. He turned, he turned into a pretty good You player. said a magic word yeah. there. You yeah. said, And here's the guy that I said doesn't belong yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Phil Necro. Oof. Let me give you something on Necro. Won 324 games. Yeah. 318 games. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Lost 274. Yeah, Pitched till he was 90. Yeah, but that was automatic. You won 300 games. Yes, you, that's you what. You, they opened the door. You I'm not in. sitting yeah. here telling you yeah. they made a mistake. Yeah. But I'm just sitting here telling you. Played in the league, like I said, for 100 years. Yeah. Only on five all-star teams. Yeah. Threw, threw a no-hitter. Never was dominant. Never was the ace of a staff. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, do you think do you view Necro as a Hall of Fame well, when pitcher? Was Atlanta, who was better? Than I don't know. Atlanta, he was the, he yeah, was the ace. Was, yeah, but he might have been the ace, but Atlanta was terrible. And, and Dan and I argued this thing. I, I feel there's something to be said for longevity. I do too. And, I do too. and, and my argument was, in, if you look at across the entire spectrum of sports, very few people are able to maintain a very high level of of play for that extended period produce those kind of numbers, and end up in the Hall of Fame. There's only a handful in each sport. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So to me, that says something yeah. about that guy. Yeah. Is Kent on the list to go in? Yeah. He is. He's, He's close. He's not getting in. He's not getting in. He'll, he'll prob- I think he'll get up to about 60. He'll be in the 60s this year. He was. He hasn't broken the you know, 60% mark. You know, Schilling belongs in there. Schilling belongs in there. I think Bonds a really big, should get in. A big game pitcher. He was a big game his pitcher. His postseason heroics, his, yeah. his, his, his career stats are – Better than pedestrian, right, yeah. but he was a great listen. The bloody sockets, and then, yeah, but leave that out of it. He was he was good for all every time he was in a postseason, he was very good, excellent, he was very good. He was, yeah. and, and he was one of the best players on every team he played. He, on. he was, listen, you know, the weather is getting it looks like the weather's deteriorating a little bit. Um, we'll talk college basketball next week if that's okay. That's the fine. NBA, yeah. there's really that I just read something the Knicks might be interested in reacquiring Derrick Rose. Depending on what they give for Derrick Rose, I'd be fine with it. The Knicks need a point guard. Quickly's played well, well very yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but it's just so hard to get into the NBA season. You mentioned it, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, both out tonight. It's you. Have, you don't have to look at an injury report. Yeah. You got to look at a COVID report. Yeah. You have to know who these guys are hanging out with yeah. before you can even watch a yeah. game. Yeah, I mean the bubble did them wonders last year, and it, you got to you got to sit here and some think. of these things. Though, if it's COVID related, that's one thing. But if this resting period just 
you know, if I'm taking my two sons to a ball game and this costs me five or six hundred dollars to do that, I want to see these guys. And my guy's got a hundred dollar Durant shirt on. That's something the O'Neill family will never no, see. No, no, <laughs> no. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, I uh, happen to agree with you. You know, there's nothing. Like, can you imagine having tickets to the Knicks Laker game and you yeah. get there and you find out that uh, Davis and LeBron are wrestling? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, and and that's why baseball is. As much as people say, ah, oh, baseball is boring and baseball yeah. is this net. Yeah. You kind of know with baseball that on Sundays, guys are going to rest. They yeah. play all Catchers the never play. Yeah. Right. Catchers don't play on Sunday. Yeah. Next day is a travel day. So they want to get them as much time. You're, you, there's a good chance. If you're favorite, you can, you can plan around that. With the NBA, it's so hit or miss. Like the, the like Major yeah. Baseball sets it up. On this day, most most of the time, we're going to rest certain guys on these days. Day game, away day. day game after a night game. In the NBA, there's no rhyme or reason for why a guy no. doesn't play. And, no, you knew LeBron was going to play the other night in Cleveland. And, and catchers, right. they, yeah. they've been wrestling catchers since Yogi was a catcher. Right. You yeah. know, they, they, they've been doing that since then. And, you you know, know, I wanted and to the tell- NFL doesn't rest anybody. No. You know, but those guys play yeah. once a week, no. they play. No. No. I yeah. wanted to tell you there was a great story, a great interview, and it was very funny. Um, did you happen to see the interview Jordan did the other day? No. Did you? My, uh, no, I didn't catch Listen, it. You, you're like, Jordan's very good. Reporter to Jordan. Do you think the Bulls would beat your Bulls would beat LeBron's Lakers? He said, "Yes, I do." He said, "I thought you would say that." The reporter said, "By how many points?" Jordan said, "It would be close, a basket late." The reporter said, "Wow, I'm taken back. I thought you'd say you'd blow them out. Why a why a close game?" Jordan said, "Because we're all in our fifties and sixties now." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Um, but I, I shared that Westfall story with you yeah, the other night. Yeah. That was great. Um, yeah. but that's it. We'll be back next week. We'll spend a tremendous amount of time on the Super Bowl. Um, listen, we gotta get um this uh COVID stuff done and you know, everybody is as soon as you can get vaccinated, go get vaccinated, um, get it done. I went to the city this weekend, had dinner at lunch outside. Unbel it was it was okay with a heat lamp. Yeah. But when you left the heat lamp, you you I felt like I was in Alaska. The wind, was, the wind, come, the wind, wind comes up the streets, boy. And, the I, river. and I never I went with someone who referred to you, by the way. Not gonna mention any names, <laughs> but I never I, I, I've never heard this. Has anybody here ever heard of him referred to as Mr. O'Neill? <laughs> I have coach your dick. <laughs> or Uncle Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. never Mr. O'Neill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be back next week. Everybody, get home safe. Be safe. Be healthy. We'll and we'll have, see you we'll next have week. We'll a better handle maybe on high school sports. And high school sports. And maybe, and maybe the Mets have Trevor Bauer. We'll yep. see you next week. Yep.